I'm with my cousin Beeb. Hi. Becca. Yeah. yeah. And we go way, <laughs> way back. And you know how everyone talks about how you pull up to the family reunion just to see your cousin? Oh my God. Yes. But, oh no. Oh no. Oh, and I hate to start it off this way. But remember, I don't know why this memory just popped into my head. The rabbits. Nope. Okay. Worse. <laughs> when we were in your front yard in the orange tree. Oh my God. And so Becca lives in this neighborhood where it's like mainly old people. Oh yeah. It's very waspy. Yeah. Waspy. Okay. I just looked it up. White Anglo-Saxon Protestants. It's like upper class and they're, you know conservative yeah. so yeah that was the neighborhood i lived in and you guys live in like a lake area yeah we live on an island in the lake in the middle of nowhere in florida yeah yeehaw mm-hmm. but they, there was this um point in childhood where we crawled up an orange tree you know typical floridian shit <laughs> and we started seeing <laughs> i don't know if we should, it's a rascal flats rascal flats on the top of our lungs you know that song my wish for you I don't know the rest of the lyrics. That's literally I all I know. I know. And we just did that for maybe three hours straight. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> My neighbors are like, <laughs> like please, fuck these please kids. call 911. <laughs> <laughs> but Becca has been doing a lot since even before quarantine. So the apartment we're in right now, she lived in before me. And yeah. we can both agree that we were extremely depressed <laughs> during. I don't know why that apartment did that to us. Like, uh-huh. I joked with you and I was like, I think my depression lingered, like haunted this apartment. And then when you moved in, it like, you know, haunt, like, you know, what is that called? Possessed you. Yeah. I, you know how many times I've staged this place? About 200. Yeah. And it just never helps. But <laughs> I no. did too. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, well, it didn't work. That, that is like, that's like next level demon. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this place is so fucking depressing. You put a circle around this fucking apartment. <laughs> Everyone hold hands and light candles. Like. Yeah, exactly. Practical magic. This shit fucking... Yeah, so talk about, tell everyone what you did, like how you moved out of this apartment to North Carolina. Okay, so my best friend of 17 years lives in, or lived in Fort Bragg with her husband who, they were high school sweethearts and Mm. he went to the army and they got married like a little bit before he moved. So they got based in Fort Bragg and I was living here in Gainesville and um, I would always go and visit her and like joke with her and be like, oh, what if we just like moved in together? Because when we were growing up, we used to have these like dreams of like going to college together mm-hmm. and like having a dorm or something, which by the way, I'm so glad I never had a dorm. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I've seen no. them and I'm like, that's no. not the dream. That no offense, but no. make you think it is. <laughs> yeah. They're they're like a shoebox you get to live in and yeah. you have like no say in what gets anything. Like, no. And my, my cousin, I went to go visit in Philly, actually. I thought derail this. Like I went <laughs> to visit her and went to her dorm and it was like she's like oh yeah we don't have like our own shower like we have to bring these little caddy things yes. with us and oh, i was like my. oh hell no <laughs> so i'm glad i never lived in dorm but anyways we always had these dreams of doing that and she would joke with me because she had an extra bedroom in her house in fort bragg and she was like you should just come like move in and i was like oh haha you know uh-huh. and then joke one day i was like so depressed here and so like that i called her and i was like would you care if i actually moved in with you and she's like no do it and so but, yeah yeah and so i just like tried to I talked to my mom and stuff and my brother who I was living with here and I was like mm-hmm. I kind of want to move to North Carolina like with my best friend and they were like okay so I just had to oh. find someone to sublease which is you and <laughs> and your friend um but yeah so I moved out last December yeah so a year ago yeah about a year ago and um I just packed up all my stuff and went back home to where I'm from which is like an hour and a half away Fort from Gainesville. here yeah, yeah. And then I moved from there with my mom. She drove with me all the way up to North Carolina. 
and I moved into my friend's house. And the best part of all this, in my opinion, is that being so depressed in this apartment, you're going through a breakup, mm-hmm. couldn't really shake it. Mm-hmm. You moved to Fort Bragg and you fall in love. Yeah, I know. Like, I hate you. Immediately. I hate you so like, much. Hallmark movie. Yeah. Was fucking, <laughs> yeah. It was like, I get there and we unload all my stuff and I'm like, awesome. And like, every time I would go visit my friend, I was like, happy to be there, happy to see her. But like, I was the third wheel because she's married and I would just mm-hmm. be single like every time I went up there. And um, so I was like, okay. So I went on like, a, she got, I was like still trying to get over my ex and like yeah. uncomfortable with getting on dating apps and stuff. Cause I was like, not completely over him. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, let's just do it for fun. So I got on and she was like helping me find guys, which we don't have the same taste. So every guy <laughs> she was like, let's swipe on him. I'm like, Ew. no, yeah, I was like, no. So I swiped on a couple of guys and I ended up swiping on who the guy ended up being my boyfriend to this day. But I didn't know I had matched with him like two years ago when I oh, went to visit her. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I like we were supposed to go ice skating together or whatever and mm-hmm. then it didn't work out. And so then we just never Stopped talked talking. again. Yeah. yeah. And then I ended up matching with him again. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, fate's a real thing, man. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. So then like a week into me being there, he came over and we hung out. And, you know, did all that, talked and everything. <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> Hooked up. You know, <laughs> the fun stuff. Yeah. And then we actually really got along. So the next day we went on a date and he actually took me ice skating to make up for the two years ago when Aww. he was supposed to. Yeah. And he remembered me and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't remember. And he was like, I, I know you. Or, like, at least I've seen you. And then, yeah, that night we were like, okay, let's start dating. That's uh, You guys are crazy in the best way because <laughs> we talked about this last night, I think. Mm-hmm. How you guys did it backwards. You did it backwards and it worked out perfectly. You guys are. Yeah. We hooked up then dated. Yeah. Yeah. You hooked up the next day. Ended up boyfriend and girlfriend. How is that even possible? I don't honestly like. I guess when you know, you kind of know. Yeah. I mean, that happened with my ex and like that didn't end up working out. But like that wasn't for the same reason. Like it wasn't because mm-hmm. we hooked up first or anything. That was like personal stuff. But um, I think. Yeah. I think it's just like when you know, you know, like when we when he first came over before we hooked up and stuff and we were just talking like texting wasn't a good way for us to like get to know each other Mm -hmm. he didn't he wasn't very good at texting but when we hung out it was like it felt like I was talking to like myself kind of like in a good way like we didn't have so much in common it was like you know when you're with someone and they're too much like you yes and it's like not interesting yeah yeah Yeah, it was like no but he he's like super quirky funny like just a really good guy and like I remember like a little part of me was like nervous when he asked me to be his girlfriend because I was like, oh, God, because my ex was military, too. And this is the same base where I had dated my ex. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, boy, here we go again. Like, I'm going to end up going down the same, you know, fucking rabbit hole. And but I was like, yeah, okay, like, sure. Why not? You know, and then it just ended up working out. I mean, you're the way you talk about living in Fort Bragg and having the military boyfriend it sounds everyone has that stereotype over it like mm-hmm. oh you know you kind of just get married and hunker down mm-hmm. but you were living the life you he'd be at work and you'd go forage for fucking berries <laughs> and make pie and yeah. wait for him to get home and i'm like i hate you i wish <laughs> i wish i could just be like yeah let me just live with my boyfriend basically while he's at work i'll just go pick fruit and go cook like yeah. are you it sounds so typical mm-hmm. and like womanly of the relationship mm-hmm. but it you were living the dream it's funny I didn't like I appreciated it because I knew that like I was uh, the happiest I'd been in like forever with him yeah. and stuff so like I wasn't like oh this is whatever like some days it did feel like that because Fort Bragg is so it's it's funny because it's like really big 
in reality yeah, yeah. there's like over 55,000 soldiers there i think and it's like Ooh. the actual like size of fort bragg like fort bragg is like a small city like it, it's, yeah. it's it's actually kind of big even though it's weird you would meet a guy and somehow he ended up knowing another guy in like a totally different group and everything like and that like, but it's like a huge base and they still know each other and it's like it's whatever but um yeah no i i got into that myself though because like my best friend when she moved there with her husband like she just started nannying for a living and that's like what she did to keep herself entertained really? aside from hanging out with her friends okay. yeah and it's like i wanted to go outside and there was these woods near the neighborhood we lived in and mm -hmm. so i was like okay i'll just go for a walk and then i ended up walking through the woods a bit and then i just ended up stumbling upon like the fact that there's a ton of different like blackberries and yeah, stuff what stuff like that growing in the woods and so and i remembered when we used to go to your house <laughs> on the farm yeah you guys had blackberries like oh, in the yeah. fields yeah and i was like oh shit so then i got this like plant identification app on my phone so i knew i wasn't <gasps> picking like poisonous things that's so cool yeah so i would just like he would get up in the morning at like six and i would get up with him and make him coffee and see him off and then <sighs> i would like change into my boots and like stuff that I could wear in the woods because I was worried about ticks and everything because <laughs> like I wasn't I wasn't like you know the sound of music like you know Julie Andrews or whatever like, yeah I wasn't like in a cute dress like picking blackberry yeah. no, no it was not cottagecore no it was <laughs> I was like I, I, I grew up in a very wild area and like so did you with like being Florida, in the middle of nowhere baby. yeah but I mean like we grew up in in kind of rural areas yes. where there's lots of wildlife mm -hmm. and so like we both knew about all sorts of venomous snakes oh and, god yeah and like you know brown recluse spiders and stuff like oh that so i wasn't like trying to be cute doing this i was <laughs> like, like prepared for like war basically <laughs> yeah i had like <laughs> knee-high fucking boots yes. on like gloves and everything like i was like not about to get bit by something and die in the fucking woods so um because they trained the green berets and stuff in fort bragg like the same woods i was not the exact same spot but i was basically. working in but those woods are the ones that they like trained soldiers in so i was like all right Let's not just... gonna die today I used to joke with him too because I wouldn't get I wouldn't hydrate myself well and this was like in the uh, summer in, in North Carolina where it gets get hot yeah it gets what? to be like as gross as Florida like mm. maybe not as humid but yeah. humid okay and there's like instead of having mosquito problems they have flies like oh like you think there's dead bodies buried everywhere Are you with how many flies. yeah it was bad like they got in the house and it would look like your house is a wreck like my best friend cleaned her house every day and if we left even like a slight crack in the like window or door in the back or whatever there would be like 35 flies in the house like all of a sudden it was gross but like um anyways so yeah i i'd go out there and i'd bring like a canister in my backpack and he would be like oh make sure you're hydrating yourself and i'd be like yeah i stood up a little too fast today after picking berries and almost passed out in the woods but you know at least you knew where i was and he's like what the fuck? i made the most of it because i didn't have a job or anything and i couldn't go on and off base as much so yeah so yeah. i just had to kind of make my own fun on base watch yeah. a lot of tv yeah. yeah um i'm excited i like i said in one of my podcasts i was talking about how i went to Asheville for like five mm -hmm. hours and i was joking around like i'm never going back to north carolina i have the worst <laughs> fucking memories there i almost died driving up a mountain so becca calls me the other day well i'm unpacking for like the new house and everything mm -hmm. i had plans kind of for new year's and she's like what are you doing for New Year's? I was like, uh, why? And she's like, let's go to North Carolina. And I was like, what? So like, now I'm all excited. I, I was like, I'm never going back to North Carolina ever again. And then the minute um, Becca calls me, I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's been exciting for me because I get to see where you were and what you're doing kind of and meet your friends. Yeah. My, really... my boyfriend and his buddies are having a party. So going yeah. up there and you get to and meet the gang crunk, and crunk, crunk. yeah oh my god swifty you know what i mean yeah so you know they're all 
they're all Mexican, so they don't know how to party. So <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Yeah. Say for like me, you and your sister who are all white and then we're one really? white friend. We're just like Doesn't you know, have a white oh yeah, yeah. Hall. Hall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, we're all gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> But it's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're good guys. Mm-hmm. Base living is just it's like its own mini town and it's a lot like the outside quote unquote world, mm-hmm. but everybody around you is like in their twenties and Oh, oh, that's yeah. fun. But that's have- gotta be fun. That's gotta be fun. <laughs> I mean, you don't know a lot of them. You just like you'll go to the Still. store and everyone's like but I mean people are like in their twenties and they have like three kids and stuff. So it's like Oh, that's weird. I used no to offense. joke with my no, and I used to joke with my mom that like I was like, It feels like those little t- fake towns. There was one we went to as kids and it was like this little miniature town for kids. It was like a play place and you could go into these like little fake mini grocery yeah, store. Yeah. And it was like, you could pretend to be, you know, a cashier, you know, person or like uh, go grocery shopping, but it was plastic mm-hmm. food. It was like, yes, that's how it felt. felt but real. Base, but adults. Yeah. yeah. We're all like, you know, in our twenties. So <laughs> it was, it was different, but it was, it was cool. It was a, it was a cool experience. Like it's something I can, you know, talk about later. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about being quarantined with a guy you first start dating? <laughs> how like how is that I thought about that the whole time I was quarantined yeah so um we started dating in January and then about March is when I think everything mm-hmm. shut down and, and he got um his job is like communication so unlike my my friend's husband who's a mechanic and they were like you still need to come in every yeah. day they were like okay you get the month off like basically don't oh. come in and he was like okay because all of his guys in his group or his company had been deployed to when we thought World War Three was going to happen <laughs> beginning of this year. Yeah. And he didn't go because he was supposed to be like PCSing soon. So they were like, you don't have to because you're 30 days away from your PCS date. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he stayed back. But that meant there's like three guys in his company, which companies are like, I think, over 100 guys. So mm-hmm. there was like three guys and his entire company still there. So he didn't have anything to do. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, you're staying home for the month. And I was like, OK. So I was like, awesome. You get to spend a month with me. Woo-hoo. And it's... <laughs> it was fun like it was nice in the sense that we spent so much time together I think we really got to know each other even more and like but we had so many little like arguments arguments and stuff and and it was like he's I'm I can be extroverted and introverted Mm -hmm. but I'm also okay I can I'm okay for longer periods of time being at home and stuff like I can find my entertainment I don't have to be out partying and stuff like that like you know and he's very go, go, go. Like he's like a golden retriever person. <laughs> so the fact that he's like stuck somewhere, regardless of who he's with, regardless of, you know, how nice it is. Like if he's stuck in one place for too long, it starts to like get mm. to him and we couldn't like go out and do anything. So yeah, we would have little arguments here and there, but like, I think it was just cabin fever because like the minute that got lifted, like didn't have arguments, like they were way yeah. less frequent. Yeah, like, I think everyone was having that issue. Yeah. I just, I mean, if you've ever been like anywhere with someone like even if you're on vacation with your family and it's like you're there for a whole week and you guys are together 24 7 like yes you're gonna have Mm -hmm. a fight or an argument with somebody at some point yeah by the end of the week you're like wanting to kill each other yeah yeah and people were joking i remember all the jokes people had about like all these relationships ending because of quarantine like having to be quarantined together and i was like well we made it through quarantine like you know do you think that your relationship was kind of solidified or defined in quarantine or you guys just kind of toughed it out and like nothing really I'd say like it's a mix like we kind of toughed it out but also like we were lucky in the sense that like we had such similar interests in a lot of things like watching was, stuff yeah, wasn't very hard. similar yeah like we could watch the same tv shows watch the same movies there was mm-hmm. some stuff we didn't like watch either. like I don't like Carl horror Weezer. movies 
Carl fucking Weezer. Put on the weird YouTube videos. Yeah. You guys are so weird together, but I love it. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, no, I think like, I think also we would be kind of self-aware, like if we got into little arguments and like, or if we were like feeling antsy, like, mm-hmm. we would just tell each other, like, I think it's the quarantine. Like, I don't think it's just us <laughs> being together, no. you know? No, not at all. So that helped. Like, I think being able to be self-aware and then just like that you know he would still be able to go to like the barracks or something to hang out with his friends so like he could that's come good party, but that's good yeah. yeah and i was always okay with him doing stuff like that like i was never like you have to be with me because i'm like you're with me 24 7 like if you want to spend one day out of the two weeks to go see your friends like i don't yeah. care like, yeah for you yeah. um you meeting him and you talking about each other so how you, you know how you told me you guys kind of just sat on the bed and started realizing you played the same games as kids mm-hmm. and you had so much in common how and I talked about this with Hans in my last episode. Mm-hmm. Everyone really liked this part. Mm-hmm. And I brought you up. <laughs> I was like, my cousin is like this. I don't know how she's like this, but she's just like this. <laughs> Talk a little bit, if you want, about how when you meet Hobby mm-hmm. or you meet other people. Yeah. You're, you're, you don't care how people see you in a way. I mean, <laughs> you're so unapologetically yourself. How do you do it? How the heck do you just... I will say that like one really big defining thing for me in my life that happened in middle school that kind of like made me come to the 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 consensus in my mind about like that people don't really care as much as you think they do mm-hmm. is that I had like a binder because did you have to decorate your binder yes. in middle school? Like, didn't have to, thing. but I wanted to. They encouraged to. us to. Yeah. And we could. So I would always decorate my stuff. And I put, I was really into Assassin's Creed at the time, which was like, it's I don't know I don't think it's as big as it used to be but it's a video game mostly guys played yeah and I had put like something on my front of my binder with like Assassin's Creed on it like Ezio Auditore or whatever and this girl in my science class um she was one of the twins that was like super popular like there was a handful of people at my school that were like you know they had all the money and they were like perfect and blonde and everything yeah. yeah and she was on I was on the volleyball team and she was on the volleyball team with me and she was sitting next to me and she looked over at my binder and I was like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> like, they oh, all have, judge like, me. Yeah, they all have like cute stuff on their binders and everything. Like, or it's like, you know, Simply Southern or, you know, oh. Beard Bradley or like, you know, some popular TV show at yeah. the time. And I was like, uh, and she just like looked over and she's like, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's a video game. And she was like, oh, that's cool. She like went back to what she was doing, like never mentioned yeah. it again, but she didn't like even look at me weird. And I was like, oh, damn. They don't care. Yeah. Like yeah. that, for some reason, that in my head was like, she didn't care. And then, like, I realized, like, I would post stuff on Facebook or whatever at the time. And Facebook. I had a Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And I had, like, people from school that I didn't really know on Facebook and stuff. And, like, um, like nobody ever really said anything. And, like, uh, or they would just act normal mm-hmm. at school. Like, they didn't really didn't care. care. And then I realized, like, myself, I'm not super judgy, but, like, even myself, I was realizing, like, there were kids at my school that were, like, the quote-unquote weird ones yeah. that, like, all sat together. And, like, I did not spend more than maybe five seconds of my day thinking about them like well, if I it's saw always them, about yourself though in your head yeah exactly because people it's the same thing with talking to people yeah. like if you want to get to know someone or if you want to like if you're trying to talk to a guy and yeah. stuff like that like ask him questions about himself because yeah. people love talking, talking about themselves, themselves. Oh, and that yeah. means people love thinking about themselves and so yeah like when it comes to people like my whole thing about not caring about what other people think of me is like well one just like automatically assume they don't really care like yeah you know if they if they want to get to know you or they really like you maybe they do but like just people around you don't really care like strangers whatever yeah because you know? they're so worried about what you think of them or like yeah what or they don't care and so they're all. just not caring about what they think of you like they're yeah. just not even thinking about you mm-hmm. yeah and it's like 
Um, not only that, but like if you ever think about like you have friends who are into some weird stuff yeah. or like quirky things. You don't sit there and judge it all day. Well, yeah, but like you <laughs> you don't like even if you're really good friends with them and you don't relate to them on that, like yeah. you don't have the same interest, you don't think about them as like they're weird. Yeah. You know, you're just like they're funny or mm-hmm. they're cool, but they have yeah, they like this quirky thing. And it's like well, that's it. That's how I always saw like other people and myself, like, you know, um, that those interests don't define you or make you a weird person. They're just something you're you like. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, honestly, you care more about the person being a fun person to be around or a nice person or, mm-hmm. you know, a good friend. Like those are the things you're going to, at the end of the day, care way more about than like, oh, they like watching <laughs> anime, yeah. you know, like, so that's what I came down to. Like, I don't let other people's judgments of me affect me at all when it comes to superficial things, like how I dress, what I'm into and stuff like that. Um, because like at the end of the day, if I can look at myself and go, I'm a good person, yeah. I, I take care of my crap, you know, like I get shit done. I pay for my bills and stuff like that. Like I'm a good friend. Like that's all that really matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that one night we were sitting by the pool with Brittany. Brittany. Mm-hmm. She said something that caught my attention and I realized it. I said it to you before she came over and then she said it, mm-hmm. it which is just proof. When you're yourself and you don't care and you just talk about whatever, whatever, and you're just not, you don't even have to be outgoing. Mm-hmm. You're just you. You're so magnetic and people just want to be around <laughs> you and people just want to talk to you. And I noticed that about you. Brittany mm-hmm. said it because you just sit there and talk about what you believe in, what you think, what you like, <laughs> what you don't like, and you don't form your opinions around other people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, you're like fun to be around. Thank you're you. Cool. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's interesting. I think that the other thing that I also, it's funny, a lot of this I've experienced in middle school, but mm-hmm. um, I think this is because from like freshman to almost senior year, I was homeschooled in high school. So yeah. I didn't really have a lot of high school experiences. Yeah. But in middle school, I also had a girl um, who was on my volleyball team, like, come up to me and it was like after practice at some point I think I'd been like talking with some people and laughing and stuff Mm -hmm. and she was like another kind of popular girl and I think I remember her telling me like being like it's so cool how you're just like yourself and I was like what and she's like like you don't care like like if you talk about weird things you don't care you just laugh it off you know and it's like she's like that's so cool like no people have a hard time doing that and it was like everyone does it was like middle school and somebody said that to me and like I'm not even trying to toot my own horn because I do have things that I don't talk about with people that I'm like of course weird you know or I gauge it you know but like those moments that happened to me like made me go okay you know not only do I think it's super cool when I meet somebody and they're just unapologetically themselves Mm -hmm. like they don't care if whatever they do you think is going to be weird they're just like no you know like it's like uh, these two drag queens I listen to on YouTube, <laughs> Trixie and Katya. That we stayed up last night watching? Yes. I love them so much. <laughs> but um, Trixie was talking about confidence and she was like, have the confidence of like the guy who runs like the board game store at the mall. You know? And, and Katya's like, what are you talking about? And Trixie's like, like, you know, there's really nerdy people that like run the like comic book store or the board game store and they're just like automatically really friendly and open and like yeah yeah and they're just Talks like sitting behind the front desk like yeah. this character from naruto like they just don't care you know and she's like have that confidence and i'm like oh that's so smart yeah and it's true it's like there are some people that are into the most like quote-unquote nerdiest stuff yeah. and yet they'll be like they don't care if you're dressed in like completely southern clothes or you look like a sorority girl they'll just be like yeah so sasuke in episode 35 and yeah like, yeah they don't they care don't what care, you think they're really into it and they're not yeah. afraid to show that they're into it just yeah because like think about it at the end of the day like what's wrong with being into it like nothing if you really think about it it's like why do you like if you have those perceptions like you see somebody doing something like that why is your automatic thing to be like oh 
Like, oh, it changes you know? their whole personality. No, it yeah. doesn't. It's like, there are <laughs> girls who are obsessed with Twilight. Like, is that, oh not, my God. is that not equally as, like, cringy as somebody who's, like, obsessed with Naruto? Like, you know? Like, why is it that <laughs> if you're into... Cohen. Yeah, why is it that if you're into, like, Love Island or something, uh-huh. people are like, people are like, oh, whatever. You know, but then it's like, I know, but if then... you like a cartoon, people are like, what's wrong with you? It's like, what? Right? Right? <laughs> so you... Love Island's fine, but not... Yeah. Not, <laughs> not anything else. Not Inuyasha? Like, excuse <laughs> me. You know, like... So that and like I didn't realize how many girls like I have another friend who's like essentially like she could be an Instagram influencer like she's yeah. so pretty and she was super popular she's like a year or two younger than me she went to my high school mm-hmm. and she was like super cool to everyone like everyone wanted to hang out with her and stuff and yeah. I remember hanging out with her one day and I brought up like stuff we played as kids like Spore and she's like Spore. I Spore. <gasps> and she was like I did this I did that I watched this like I watched this anime I played this video game like you know it was like stuff you and me and your sister yeah it was like the weird people shit. would think is weird yeah. and she was into all that stuff and we were just like going on and on and about it's it like what you and it's like yeah. yeah why not me yeah and it's like some people just don't talk about it but like so many people that was the other thing I'm like gonna derail for a second go I never understood why like in high school for example if you brought up like something you did as a kid that was weird people would be like oh and I'm like yeah oh, like you guys weren't weird when you Come like, on. what's wrong with that like, you were you were like 12 like of course you everyone was things. equally fucking weird at yeah. 12 and 13 and 15 yeah you're you know? tell, i'd be like you know what madison like you weren't yeah, reading those madison. wattpad fanfics Are- about one direction your mom's selling you to one direction okay madison oh like- my god i'm gonna die every i feel like the only girl that was never into one direction justin bieber me. five seconds of summer fuck that shit no offense but every girl over me. here judging you for fucking playing Spore, the best game on earth, by the mm-hmm. way. But then what, reading fan fiction of Harry Styles, come I on. I know, I know. It's like, it's just, it's like different names and different interests, but yeah. you're equally as it's- like nerdy into it. So it's like, it's like, yeah, I mean, that and I just, I never understood like taking time out of your day to care about what somebody else is into. Like, yeah, you know, like They're you all don't interests. have anything going on in your life if you're that worried about other people's interests. Genuinely. My my best friend went to go visit in Colorado recently. We went to the Garden of the Gods near her, and um, she we were like taking pictures. Like, wait, what's Garden of the Gods? Garden of the Gods is like a, a nature park in oh, cool. Colorado Springs. Ooh. It's like kind of canyon y with like mountains. And oh, stuff. oh yeah, those pictures were yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, it was such a cool place, oh and it was nice because it was like fifteen minutes from her house. Oh. Um, but we were like on the side. We'd have to pull off on the side of the road, you know, like because there's this big road that goes through the entire park mm-hmm. that you just kind of drive through yeah. and you can pull off in certain parts to take pictures or stop and mm-hmm. stuff if you're not hiking and um we would pull off and then like we would you know stand next to some rocks or something yeah. and try to get pictures and i would just be like posing doing whatever yeah. didn't care like there's cars driving by yeah. people hiking walking yeah. by and every time a car would go by she'd like stop and be like i just feel like people are staring at me and i was like they're never gonna see you again i was like girl they're here for the garden of the gods they're not here for you like i'm sorry <laughs> like like yeah. like i'm not like I'm like, this isn't even me saying like you're not worth looking at, but it's like just, they're no not cares. thinking about you. No like, cares. yeah, I was like, have you ever been somewhere? Like, I mean, we're from Florida, so we see tourists all the time. <sighs> and like, you'll go somewhere like St. Augustine or Tampa or something, and people who are tourists yeah. will be like taking pictures next to the ocean or something. And I'm like, I don't think for about it for longer than like two seconds. I'll One like, second. I'll like my like I'll look at them. My brain will think like tourist, and then I'll just like move yeah, on, acknowledge like, it, and then move on. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. why do you care? Like, like. Like, not only are you going to see so many people doing this mm-hmm. when you're in places like yeah. this, that it's, like, not that important, but, like, you just have other things to do. Like, yeah. you're not there to stare at somebody and judge a random stranger. And if you do, you have issues. Yeah. No, it's, like, <laughs> no one does that. No, for real. So, like, I don't, 
I was like, dude, don't worry. I was like, they're not thinking about you. Like, and, and while I used to be camera shy about stuff like that, like if yeah. random strangers are walking by and I'm like sticking my Awkward. butt out, like posing, like I'm like, oh God, they're going to look at the me angles, like, the angles, okay, body, you know, <laughs> yeah, angles. Um, but I was like, you know, if you want to do something and it like makes you happy and I'm, like, like I've seen people doing stuff. Like, have you ever seen somebody who people would judge online for being like heavy set or something? Yeah. And they're like dancing yeah. and they're like happy and they're like uh-huh. kind of killing it, you know? And even if their moves aren't amazing, they're just so happy they're doing happy. it yeah. that it's like the confidence and the happiness. Like, I don't think at all about them being no. overweight. No, people just like label that. it so quick. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I don't, that's not what I see. Like when I see them, if you're happy and confident and genuinely like enjoying what you're doing, yeah. you can be any, any you can be shaped whatever. like anything, yeah. you know, it's like, it doesn't matter. And it looks good because you're so happy, Yeah, you know? And like, I think that's what attracts people is like happiness and confidence. So if whatever oh, you're doing, you come yeah. off as happy and confident, people won't look at you and judge you. They'll be that's like, all they see is happiness and confidence. Yeah. That's all they'll see. Yeah. And that's so important because everyone will want, like, that's just how people view you. They mm-hmm. won't sit there and judge you because you're so secure with yourself and they can feel it. Yeah. They can feel it. And I remember being a teenager and reading this interview with Scarlett Johansson. Cause I, I've always thought she's like so pretty and she was doing modeling for this shoot and she's like you know i have issues with myself like everyone does like nobody wants to hear that from people that are celebrities or mm-hmm. you know traditionally attractive or whatever but like everyone has issues with themselves and she's like and you can just fake it till you make it yes. like if you want to like if you're if you don't feel that confident but you go out with like your shoulders back your head high and you're just like happy like mm-hmm. you're not making comments about yourself you're not like crouched over you know like people feel when you are yeah, yeah. if they see you and you just look comfortable yeah. in your own skin like that makes them feel comfortable but Around also you yeah but also it's just it's attractive like oh, it's so attractive so even if you do obviously everyone has issues with themselves but if you just try to like be like okay you know what no i'm gonna go out in my comfy clothes today and be happy like <laughs> me yeah it's like it's almost like the i like in your head you project out onto the world like oh, what yes. you want people to see you as so oh, if you yes. go out and you're like, I look like a mess. I'm, you know, you're like, people will literally pick it up. Yeah. Versus like, if you just go out and you're like, I'm just fucking getting my mail. Like Susan, like, I don't like, why I don't do I have to fuck. be dressed to the nines yeah. to get my mail? Like no one's going to look at you. Cause they'll be like, Oh, you know, is it weird at a young age? I don't know what started this and how it happened, but if I wanted to change the way people looked at me, I changed the way I looked at myself and I'd notice people would see me the way I see myself yeah. immediately. That's not, it's that's, weird. That's like literally how it works. I think it is. It's, yeah i talk about it every fucking episode law of attraction yeah it's whatever you want people to think of you as you just have to think of yourself that way first Mm -hmm. and people will automatically start thinking of you the way you think of yourself it's so weird it's so weird i've changed my reputation so many times that way oh yeah yeah like just coming off as like and it's funny my dad told me about like archetypes and stuff like people like that we tend to build ourselves and we don't realize it off Mm -hmm. of like the things that people expect of us or the things that people put on to us like if people kept telling you you're really strong when you're little and like as you're growing up yes you become somebody where like i'm gonna get into sports i'm gonna get into weightlifting and stuff like that because like you kind of build yourself around Around that yeah wow that's smart and you can change it but like and it's not always a bad thing as long as it's something that makes you happy like if you love playing sports and people have always said you're good at sports then it works but if it's like your parents pushed you into playing sports and they're like you're good at it but you hate doing it then like obviously don't make yourself do it but um like anyways we build ourselves off of stuff like that so yeah in the sense of you can do it the other way too where like if you were like okay i want to really get into archery and be a good archer you start going to archery practice you're talking about it and stuff like that people will start to see you as like okay she's an archer yes or like she's good at it or something like that yeah. you know even if you're not so, yeah you can <laughs> do the same <laughs> well i mean if you're going around saying i'm the i'm the yeah. shit at archery and shut, then you suck like, like you know then you'll just be that bitch it's like oh they, she thinks she's good at archery you know, or whatever you know what i mean but like yeah it's just like 
you you really are kind of like clay like you can mold yourself and make yourself seem different to people based on what you project out. what you think and yeah. what you project and of it's also course. just how you carry yourself like if you're always kind of looking insecure and kind of like head down <laughs> shoulders shoulders in kind of thing you'll like, be known that way yeah because it's like we read body language a lot you know like i want to learn body language like like hardcore i want to know i yeah. feel like a lot of people tell me like oh you did this or you do that so you must and i'm like wait what <laughs> that's not what i think at all and they're like well your body your body language i'm like what so i, I really want to know more about it i think that it's it's a weird thing because like i've read different things where some of it's like people who are like working in for example like spy stuff or whatever mm-hmm. and they're like like the FBI, CIA or whatever, where they've talked about like the whole reading body language. Oh, can you tell if someone's lying? Cause they look to the yeah, right or something like yeah. They're like, not really. They're like, that's like the whole looking to a certain direction and that dictates whether somebody's lying or not. Isn't true. Like, yeah. at least I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Or at least the science behind it isn't like completely solid. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, just keeping your shoulder, like keeping your, like your posture and stuff like that, like how you walk and how you carry yourself. Like if your face is up and like, you know, your shoulders are back in straight posture. You're walking confidently. Like that's mm-hmm. body language versus like, you know, also the whole, I have ADD. <laughs> I do. And like, I was, I was going to say, it sounded like I was just saying an example, but I do have ADD. Yeah. And so when I was younger, I didn't realize it, but I had what's called drummer's foot, which is where like you bounce your knee because oh. you're just like, Oh, cause uh, yeah. yeah, I'll do that. Okay. And, um, and like, that's a sign to some people of like anxiety or like yeah. stress. Cause you're just like, that's fidgeting. what I think. Yeah, or think. like you're tapping your fingers uh-huh. on the thing. And it was like, for me, I think it was just my body needed to be moving moving and entertained, basically, because mm-hmm. I had no attention yeah. span. <laughs> um, so when I see people doing that, I either think like, okay. They have ADD? They, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I will think sometimes like maybe they are stressed. Like if you're taking a test and you do it, like it could be stress, but mm-hmm. it could also just be like, like me, you just have this weird energy flow that's like all over the place and you just need something to do. Like you know oh this is off topic mm-hmm. but i didn't know i dated this, the first guy well i've only really dated one guy in the military mm-hmm. and i didn't realize he had childhood trauma and yeah like halfway like five months into us being a thing he told me he's like yeah i have shakes and i look at his hands and his hands 24 7 were shaking and he oh. goes it's, it's childhood trauma and i was like what you know what's weird is that i i kind of dated a guy in high school that was like that like he yeah. would shake but it was like when it came to physical things like like mm-hmm. kissing and stuff like that or, oh. like, or like physical things it's kind of cute well uh, it'd be cute if it wasn't for the fact that it was trauma caused oh, like, okay. well, i'm know? sorry ignore that then it's just like <laughs> sad <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm not laughing no i mean like at first yeah. I, I thought i was like oh he's just nervous you know and then it was like then he told me that i was like Oh, and I don't think he was, I don't think he was connecting the dots. Like, I don't think he was saying I do it because of childhood Mm -hmm. trauma. It was just like, he said that later. And then I was the one that was like, oh, I wonder if it's like his bad associations with stuff like this. And then, then it translated into him being very nervous when it comes to stuff like that. So, um, I could see that. I know that I, when I was in high school, I used to do this thing and I kind of picked it up from watching Hellboy, the movie. There's a character in there. Um, she has like this pyrokinetic kind of power she can like cause fire to erupt and stuff uh-huh. but she can't control it and when she was a kid she accidentally like burned her own home down and stuff oh, nice yeah and it was like it would come out with emotion so like if she was super upset she'd just like explode kind of mm-hmm. and so she's in this like institution in the movie for her own safety or whatever because she's like she put herself in there because she's like i can't control myself 
and she has this like rubber band on her wrist and she would pull it and like snap it against her wrist oh, when she time. was like stressed yeah. okay. to like keep her from I guess acting up or whatever Act like it's like <laughs> I guess it was like self-discipline I don't know yeah. but I would do that with my hairband in like high school when I was pissed off like walking really? down the hallway yeah I would like pull it and like snap it against my arm like it was like I don't know I don't know what it did for me like but it, it like helped with stress or whatever Mm. And like it was my way of being like I'm pissed. Like I don't want to act a, act out on anyone, mm. so I'm gonna like do this. And like people have different ticks too. There's people will click things or like if they have like a little fidget thingy, they'll do that with their hand, you know, because they're they're trying to I think distract themselves or something. But I, I notice I don't really have anything like that. I think I ain't trying to get weird on y'all. But zodiac shit, Aquarius shit. I'm not good at express like expressing. I am in writing. Mm-hmm. In writing, I can express all day long. Me too. But verbally, no. And whenever something goes wrong or I have anger issues or something, mm-hmm. I don't fidget. I don't. I just sit there in my head and stare at a wall. I don't know what to do with myself. So I don't know. I obviously don't have ADD or anything like that. I don't fidget. I don't. I mean, I definitely get fiery and anger, yeah. lash out. But I, it's in a different way from everyone else. I know that like my best friend and I were talking about our di- how we handle anger differently. Yes. Like she's a Leo. Well, here we she's, go. Yeah. Here we fucking listen. Before you start, <laughs> I just want to tell everyone right now: if astrology isn't real, why is every Leo like this? I know. Right? Why is every Leo? My like boyfriend this? and her are like this, but every- um, they're like incredibly emotionally passionate people in terms of like if they're mad, like they'll blow up. You yeah. know, like they're very loud. Mm-hmm. You know. And even though I'm a fire sign, like being a Sagittarius, like I, my my reaction to like anger is like, you can tell I'm angry, but like only based on like the fact that I'm quiet and like, you know, I, I I, like, I look unhappy or something, you know, like, but I'm not going to like walk in and blow up or something. Like I get very short with people, but it's like, she would describe my anger as like cold and like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, within withdrawn and stuff like that. Like I just get icy. Like I turn away from people and stuff like that. And hers is very like explosive, fiery, like a volcano. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good way to describe different kinds of anger, like where it's like either it can be very explosive or it's just like imploding, like it's inside of you and you're just angry and you're not saying anything about it to anyone, you know? And Mm -hmm. her reason for hiding anger would be because she didn't want other people to think she's like a bitch or like that she's overreacting. Yeah. And mine was just that like if it was something that I didn't think anyone could help me with or fix, then like yourself and keep it to yourself. Yeah. And I was like, what's the point? Always. Like, or it was like, I would be mad at myself for being mad about something. Like, I'd be I, like, dude, me all the time. I'm like, <laughs> why do I feel this way? I'm, I was so in love with someone once. Mm-hmm. Once I was angry that I felt that way. Mm-hmm. So angry at myself. Mm-hmm. But then I realized eventually after like months of feeling this way, I was like, you know, that as angry as I am, like these emotions are beautiful. I should embrace mm-hmm. it. That's even, what, even when you're angry, just embrace it kind of. Exactly. And that's what my friend taught me. Like I was that way about anger and sadness. Like I would just, and it wasn't that I couldn't express them fully like if somebody asked me what was wrong I could tell them if I was upset about something yeah. but it would be kind of like I wouldn't go on and on and on about it mm-hmm. and I would get I used to get mad at myself for crying like I would not cry I would I fight would never back cry. tears I still try not to yeah no I hate crying well, I hate crying I cry more now than I did when I was younger but it's because my friend who's very explosive and stuff with her emotions yes um she grew up in a house where like her mom was super emotional she grew up with just her mom and her sisters mm-hmm. and they're all like very emotional people mm-hmm. and I grew up in a house where like my parents are very stoic with like negative emotions. Like, yeah. I mean, if they were angry, my mom would like explode, but like sadness wise, they both would like Keep fight them. back tears. They would bite their yes. lower lip off yeah. trying to not cry. And yeah. like, 
So I kind of, I told my mom, I was like, I feel like I kind of grew up in a house where it wasn't okay to cry. Like, which is It's like it was, but at the same time, everyone felt like they couldn't. Yeah. So then it rubbed off on you. Yeah. Where it was like, if it's not something that's worth crying about, then Then don't cry about it. You know? And so it was like, I was in my room and my friend was with me and I was like mad because I wanted to cry. I was sad about a guy. And I was like, I want to cry, but it's so stupid because like he's not worth crying over. So I'm pissed at myself for wanting to cry. But, and sometimes it's not good to do that because it no, just builds up. It's not good. And that's what she said. She was like, she was like, dude, it's okay to be upset. She's like, you can let yourself cry. Like, even if you think it's a stupid reason, even yeah. if it's like you just had a hard day, like, or you have to, yeah, you or like to. you watch the movie and it's like, just get it know. out. Yeah. She's like, just cry. She's like, like, why the hell does it matter? It's why so you're weird. crying? It's so weird being so stubborn. Like, I know. And th- I, I hate like when my dad died mm-hmm. I hate crying in front of people mm-hmm. but when my dad died obviously everyone saw me a wreck and yeah. that, that was the moment where I realized it's okay to cry in front of people mm-hmm. to this day even after that I still refuse to cry in front of people mm-hmm. I will walk away and if I cry in front of you just know like either I care about you so much or mm-hmm. I'm just too angry mm-hmm. I, I will dip I will run away if I have to cry I, I will not that. cry in front of you yeah I, I don't know I'm very like I will it's like to keep myself from crying a lot of times I would like just stop talking like if I started talking and I could feel it like coming from my voice just I just get quiet yeah because I'm like I know that if I keep talking it'll like waver and it's almost like hearing my own voice like break is what makes me want to cry more because I can it's like or like if you ever look in the mirror when you're like all dramatic and you're like yourself crying in the mirror and it just makes you more sad it's like like, who is this it's like I've become such a but yeah ever since I had that conversation with her I've become a lot more comfortable with like if it's something that I think is worth crying over, I'm not going to like go up to my like friend I'm not super close to and be like, <laughs> you know, but like yeah. I if I had like a bad day or something or, or if I just feel like crying, like I'll be by myself most of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm always by myself <laughs> when I'm not living with my boyfriend. And so like um, I'll tell people I'm like, yeah, I cried like I'll but I'll tell people I cried. I'll be like, yeah, I cried all the time or something or like, but it's like I never I'll watch. Cry, but I cry. Yeah, I'll watch or I'll watch like some fucking movie with my friends and I'll just be like crying sneef, like, sneef. yeah i cried like four times at this like anime movie my boyfriend and i went to and he was like you're gonna cry again like are you <laughs> crying again and i was like i'm sorry like i'm emotional right now like and and i got better about it just because i was like you know what like it's okay it's like okay. crying is is so healthy too like my mom told me as a kid i remember being like a young like a tween or whatever like i was like tween. 10 or 11 12 and it's like you know when you're you're literally starting to just go through puberty and like you just get emotional for no reason like it's just hormones you know and yeah. it's like you're like i'm not even sad why am i crying you know and i would tell my mom like i don't know why i feel sad but i'm sad and she'd be like sometimes you just need a good cry like you do it's a release yeah she'd be like just cry like it doesn't matter if, you're, if there's any reason like mm-hmm. if you're just sad just cry you know and it was like it's true because like i think i remember reading that like when you cry your body releases endorphins oh yeah so it's like if you have all that built up like it's actually good really? to cry because you yes. feel better afterwards yes. you know it's you will yeah i feel released afterwards like mm-hmm. every like weight is off my shoulders when i cry yeah i'll cry every day alone but in front of people no yeah mm-hmm. i i remember when i went to a therapist and like when i was like 15 mm-hmm. about like stuff that was going on in my house and like and like just like my parents fighting and stuff and yeah. i was like having issues and like i never cried in front of like strangers especially like adults it's weird, right it was it was like it was weird because i felt comfortable enough to cry yes but i was like oh my god i'm crying in front of like a stranger you know and i remember he just like he had like you were sitting he was sitting across from me in a chair and he just like picked up a tissue box and like oh, handed it to, to me you. but he didn't like say anything he's just like he didn't say like okay it's good to cry like, just do it. no he was just like 
you know like like <laughs> you know he's so used to it or whatever and for some reason that was like more comforting to me than like him being someone like, being like oh, it's, it's good okay to cry. it's you like know? yeah yeah it was like it's like not that that's patronizing but like calling out my vulnerability is when yes. i'm gonna be like oh okay i'm being vulnerable yeah. versus like them just being like yeah, okay whatever mm -hmm. like you know and i don't want people to be completely dismissive of me either when i'm crying if they're just like okay you know like but, move on yeah. but as long as i also don't want you to be like rubbing my back like no it's okay babe you know like when especially when it's like not something i think is worth crying about like if i'm watching a fucking movie and the character dies and i'm like uh you know then somebody's like it's okay like, like stop what the fuck? like what are you doing <laughs> yeah i'd be like i'm just sad just about this character cry. yeah give me, give me five minutes i'll be good yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah no it's it's important to cry and it's okay to cry and like people should be more okay about doing it like obviously don't do it like if you're crying all the time, like that's not good. Might like, be a little, you know, not. Um, I was gonna say repulsive. That's a mean word. I. <laughs> it might be a little um un unattractive. Unattractive towards your friend. Your friends will not want to be with that energy all the time. Well, no. If you're like a sad sponge or whatever, like that's you're just always good. sad. Like that's yeah, not good. no. But Don't if it's like that. if it's you guys are watching a movie and a sad part happens and you cry, that's fine. Yeah. But if it's like yeah, no. If you're like if you're so sensitive that like you People know can't talk around day, you. yeah if every day like somebody just looks at you wrong and you start crying <laughs> then like yeah that's like probably too much crying you know because like you're just i don't know that would, no, I feel like that would get tiring it's like yeah. when, it's like when little kids are crying Dude, and um, it's like babies will cry for like a long time and i'm like shit. at some point i can tell they're just faking it because like, like they're just making the sound up. yeah yeah and i'm like you're too tired to even keep this up like you don't <laughs> even know why you're crying anymore like like that's why like when there are people i know who are like so sensitive that if you just said something a certain way and they would just be like why would you say that to me i'm like it doesn't get old being that sensitive <laughs> like, like being able to just cry that fast does your brain hurt sometimes you know yeah having to get sensitive over everything i know do you get tired of it i would be I don't, tired like yeah. crying makes me tired so i guess i would just be tired all the time like yeah. oh i will sleep so hard after i cry yeah I'll and like sleep. i think too though like I don't know. We 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 need to be more okay with like being human, basically. Like at the end of the day, or even expressing anger. Like it's okay to tell people that you're upset about something. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. especially if they did it and they're not, they don't seem to be aware of it. Like if somebody you did something to, to make you upset, yeah, just you have just, to. And you and you don't have to blow up on them. No. Like you can just be like, hey, just so you like, or if they say something like, hey, are you good? Or are we good? You know, like yeah, but this bothered me. Yeah, you could be like, yeah, just like you know, you did this the other day, and I don't know if you were aware, but like that mm -hmm. upset me. That's so important. You know, so and it's important. like it's good to do it diplomatically at first, and then if it's like they don't get it, or they're just like, well, I didn't do that, or something. Then that's a like, little toxic. Yeah, <laughs> you know like, what I mean. They're not self-aware, and and you don't have to keep talking to them, but you could just be like, listen, dude, like, like come on, if I did this to you, it's that whole old story they tell you as a kid you know treat others the way you'd want to be treated if i did this to you would you be okay with it and if they're like the answer is no, usually like, no yeah, yeah. like there you go so just you know oh um <laughs> is that your car that is definitely not my car oh i hate that the fuck okay so on the way over here we had a serious conversation about florida because first of all her boyfriend has never been to florida yep it's from cali california so. and uh i just would like to point out that if you're not from florida first of all every time i, I talk to someone in ireland mm -hmm. they're like where are you from i said they're like obviously you're from the united states i said mm -hmm. yeah florida my cab drivers all like, oh florida florida girl like oh you party go to miami and and becca and i were talking about how when people think of florida they think of orlando tampa or of course broward yeah and it's like no, it's that's a five. Day it's count. a five. You know what I mean? No, 
that's not what that's not what florida is like yes we have swamp yes we suck sometimes but florida she was talking about how florida is actually not that bad it's it's, it's not. if you've lived in florida it's really nice and i mean granted you could have grown up in a place in florida that was like rough like i get that i've been there like leesburg gross anyway, oh fucking gross crystal river ew anyway but <laughs> but like and there are some places that are also super rural where it's like whatever people think the florida experience is you're like i did not have that like because you probably didn't no because like you know even hearing like you know where we are like there's a town right next to it that like is we're pretty much like yeah you're in a peninsula like the state's a peninsula mm -hmm. but the nearest beach is like two hours away yeah so it's like unless your family was going to the beach a lot like you probably didn't grow up with the experience the people beach. think yeah and so it's like we were talking about that like people have these perceptions of like florida. if the minute they hear about florida they, they think you're you know you're from either like orlando tampa miami you know so it's like beaches beaches or jacksonville. party or jacksonville yeah you know and it's like beaches party drugs you know whatever and i'm just like guns Woo. yeah <laughs> rappers yeah. yeah and i'm like okay you guys are first of all mostly referring to south florida <laughs> which is south fine florida. yeah Woo! which is fine like so i i personally prefer a lot of south florida of over course. like north florida a lot of people do but they're also so different like north florida is essentially south georgia it's uh, not, yes it's yes it's florida. basically georgia yeah yeah it's just like lots of trees and woods and, and like farmland sometimes. and hills and like yeah and then like south florida is like the beachy part you know cities yeah clubs, cities, vacation yes stuff. Boats, and so, yeah. yeah amusement parks and so like I my mom's family lived in like North Tampa my mm. entire life and North Tampa is like nice it's nice yeah it's like it's like pretty clean and like you know it's a little bit more wealthier people live there but there's also just some nicer neighborhoods and yeah. stuff it's not the middle of the town like the city of Tampa and it's like people would talk crap about Tampa and stuff like that and I'd be like oh my god okay first of all first like, of all Tampa's huge like it's not just one place it's not, not just one neighborhood gardens. yeah, yeah. It's not just the one neighborhood with the bars on the windows, like, and that, and it was like we were like, okay, Florida gets a lot of crap for like, oh yeah, for like you know, drugs of crazy people or whatever. And I'm like, okay, Oklahoma, first of all, you no know. offense, but come on, yeah, Oklahoma on. with your opioid crisis. Let's second go. of all, you know, Wisconsin with the amount of serial killers you had come out of there. Yeah, yeah Wisconsin, Chicago, you know, just like every state has its ups and downs, and everybody just picks on Florida, and I'm like. Dude. half the people that like want to talk crap they'll be like from new york or something and i'm like ma'am <laughs> like you guys all i ever hear about new york is like the rats being like like the, <laughs> the ro yeah, being like the rous's from the princess bride that are like the size of your fucking dog you know like the rats being the size of your dog and that they're everywhere that the streets smell like piss and like Great. you know people are like mean or whatever and, oh like, yeah and just that like you can get hit by a car and people will be like oh inconvenient you know <laughs> like, like and i mean and I've never been to New York. Neither have I. And I don't. I don't go out of so my way to talk about shit it. because oh my god, I have friends, so many friends in New York, oh, and yeah. they would be like, "You talking shit you talk about my shit city?" About you know. <laughs> but, but even though they left, and I'm like, yeah, "You left so, New York, so, I don't so. Know. yeah." And they're like, "Yeah, well, you weren't, there, you know." And I, I feel that in the sense that like I would move out of Florida. Like yeah. there are places like we were talking about St. Augustine's beautiful, oh, and it's wait. like pretty non-problematic at all, you know. <laughs> Side rant. Yeah. St. Augustine. Mm-hmm how do you even describe it you're on the water everything's historic looks like you're in spain looks like you're in fucking spain uh yeah. there's a place where you can get 12 dollar uh martinis mm -hmm. but it's it's like the shaker so it's a total mm -hmm. of like four martinis yeah and you sit there They're like massive yeah on the on the 
uh, porch looking at the sunset yeah. on the ocean. Yeah. It's everything. There's art. There's museums. Yes. There's It's like cobblestone roads with the red tile roofs. Horses and, like, and carriages. Yeah, horses Dude, and carriages. Uh, it's like oh you God. feel like in a good, and this is in a good way, you feel like you're a little bit in like a Pirates of the Caribbean. In the best like, way. Like movie in a good way. You know, like the romantic part of it. Like that's the oh part you gosh. feel. The bars, yes. the, the Christmas lights all year long. Dude. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, uh, is it St. George Street, the one with all the shops and stuff on it? I, th- I don't know. I think that's the main one with like the shell shops and the mm-hmm. touristy shops and the, like mm-hmm. the bars and stuff. Oh my god, it's so beautiful! Like all, the, like it's so well taken care of, and like it, everything looks so old, but in a good way. And there's like flowers hanging from pots, like oh, outside from the, the shops balconies. And, yeah, and it's just so pretty. And like the houses there are so cute, wooden and yeah. Oh my, it's almost like a mix of the Keys in New Orleans, but like yes. old and. There's a roof- the keys is a good way to describe it. Yeah. There's a rooftop winery, and I, I go every year on my birthday. It's like everyone's dancing under mm-hmm. lights, like on a roof looking at the ocean. And it's not the beach. It's um, is it that inlet thing and or whatever? It's like an inlet, yeah. And there's yeah. sailboats everywhere. I've gotten yeah. so drunk on wine at that rooftop. <laughs> I puke all over my white dress, and I don't throw up. I don't throw up. Yeah. But Saint Augustine is just—it's a classy place. It is. It's beautiful. It's it's so beautiful and like I'm usually not into historic stuff because I yeah. I absolutely despise like Victorian era type really? things or like colonial era you know with like the George Washington oh, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that that our architecture and the and the clothings and stuff like that I hate it like yeah. I think it's so ugly <laughs> but 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 over, but, but over there it's like it's just so romantic like it's so beautiful <laughs> and like you're walking down the street and it smells like you know baked goods and stuff like that Coffee. it's like it's something it's like something out of a movie like it is holy like, shit it's it's like Disney does not compare to like St. No. Augustine. No, why would you want to go to Orlando? Like, you want to go to the real thing? Go to St. Go to, Augustine. Go to St. Augustine. Yeah. Please book the flight now. It's so beautiful. <laughs> like I flight. would live there in a in a in a heartbeat. And there's yeah. Flagler Flagler uh, University I got or in, College is there too. I got a scholarship to Flagler and my dad goes, No. And I said, Why? <laughs> it's beautiful. He goes, Marilyn, every there everyone over there is an art student. What are you gonna do? True. And I'm like, I, I think St. Leo is over there too, though. My I, dad I talked did not want to go there. I did not I thought about it just so that I could live in St. Augustine. Like yeah. not because I cared about St. Leo, but just because I wanted to live in St. Augustine. But yeah, no, St. Augustine's beautiful. And like if I like I always told Javi, I'm like, there's one place we could live in Florida that I like the only place I would really want to settle down in Florida would be St. Augustine. Augustine. Or at least have him come stay with you. Oh. Did you know St. Augustine's also like the oldest like settlement? in america that's where they started um railroad not railroad but like iron or something i don't know i know i'm taking i'm kind of taking american history right now and what i learned was like so the spanish came over before the british you know like they came over to jamestown and all that crap Mm -hmm. which was a total mistake (laughs) um but the spanish came over first and like i think their first straight up settlement they made was in saint augustine Augustine. so it has like the oldest schoolhouse he I, I can't remember who like Ponce Leon was there, but I don't know if he was, he was the one chilling. That, he, he was a was big there. deal. He was a big deal, but I can't remember <laughs> if he specifically founded it or he just did a lot of stuff. There. I, I can't I think remember. He did a lot of, I don't know. But um, but yeah. So yeah, there is a statue of him though. Yeah. There. But yeah, so it was a Spanish thing. So that's why like it does look kind of like Spain mm. there, all the architecture and everything. Which, so but it's just. Beautiful. I could go on for days about St. Augustine, like St. Augustine, and then Longboat Key. Never been. Like Anna Maria Island, Longboat Key. So you grew up on. Like the Daytona side of Florida. Uh, Daytona, which, like, Daytona Beach. Beach. Dude, oh, don't get me started. If people, I hate it. Oh, here's the thing. So you know people talk crap about Florida. Daytona they'll be Beach. Like, then they'll be like, Spring oh, break. yeah, let's, let's go to Daytona. I'm like, no. World's I'm most like, famous not. beach. For, no. But I had prom there every every year. 
and listen if people wanted to go to the beach i'd be like let's go to new smyrna and go to the bars i'm like if you want to go to daytona beach there are people with ak-47s going and i'm not kidding i'm not kidding during quarantine people came out with ak-47s and then there are people committing suicide jumping off the ocean walk every day Mm -hmm. i'm not kidding but daytona is also just like i've been there like one time and the beach itself first of all from our hotel the hotel like on the ocean quote unquote the beach stretching out to the ocean was like a mile of beach. It was like a mile yeah. of walking on the sand. Then you get to the beach, yep. like the ocean. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, you step outside of the hotel and then and it's like the water. 20 or 30 feet. Yeah. It was like a mile. It's, and I was like, why is the beach so long? Like, it's why fake, it, I think. It, it probably like has built, been, yeah. yeah, done something. And like, and it's also just like, it's so full of people doing mm-hmm. the spring break thing that it's not like relaxing. It's like no. there's Jeeps everywhere and like truck there's trash week, and truck like, week, bike yeah. week. Holy no, shit. No, it's, it's like a, it's like a gross beach basically. It's disgusting. Razzles is there. Yeah. Razzles is the worst club. I've never been. My mom's like, it's a meat market <laughs> and not in the best way. Yeah. All my friends are like, Marilyn, we're not taking you to lose your Razzles virginity. You'll hate your <laughs> life. And I'm like, I, I have to experience it once in my life. Yeah. Daytona is not the place oh, to go. Like, if you, wanna, if you want to just get trashed, maybe. But, like, if you don't want to, like, if you want to go to a beautiful beach, Boca then, Raton. like, yeah, there or Longboat Key, which is on the other side of Florida. It's over on the uh, West Coast where I was, where I was, because um, it's just, like, it's a richer area like a lot of the old people there it's like boca you know that way that like a lot of the old people that live there are rich you know yeah but the hotels are like nice and the beach is like beautiful like Mm -hmm. the beach is clean and it's not super clear yeah water's clear unlike yeah unless it's it's red tide season then that that's bad that's bad red tide's disgusting but like um you know if you go earlier in the year not around Mm -hmm. like the end of summer you're fine but um those are like the nice beaches and nobody talks about them. And I'm like, I know I'm like, bro, you guys are like, Oh, Daytona. That's like the only one or like oh, Miami. And I'm like, and I'm like, Oh my God, there are other beaches. I hope you're aware. Like, I hope you are and aware. Like, I've never been to Cocoa beach, but my friend says nice. like, that one's really nice. It is. It's like the Orlando beach. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is really nice. I think Fort Lauderdale Boca though, is like mm-hmm. very, very wealthy. Yeah. Like a lot of famous people come out of there. Yeah. Ariana Grande, you know, yeah. My aunt used to go watch her sing when she was little mm-hmm. before she got fam- like, dude, it's just so cool. But and I think a lot of people don't talk about them because it's people that live there. It's not mm-hmm. touristy. Like it's Daytona. not as touristy. Like yeah, Daytona. because there are hotels and stuff. But yeah, Daytona is definitely like yeah. high key, high key touristy. High key disgusting. The water yeah. you can't even see. Like yeah. it's brown. Well, I guess it's because it's also like if people are coming to Florida to go to like Disney and stuff, like they would be more on the East Coast, which is over Daytona. by Orlando, Daytona and Coco, stuff like that. Yeah. Versus like if you were going to just like you were going to vacation, but you're going with your family to go on the beach, you would probably want to go more like West Coast Longbow Key because yeah. it's not it's there's not a whole lot to do in terms of amusement park stuff, but it's just mm-hmm. more beautiful and like relaxing. Mm-hmm. So people wrote in, I asked you guys to anonymous, anonymously send me your worst hookup stories because Hans shared his. You guys were obsessed with Hans. I knew you would be. <laughs> we're just going to read some of these. Okay? Okay. And they're not they're not super bad. You guys did not send me super raunchy stuff. I was expecting a lot of crazy because every hookup I've ever had, I'm not going to share. Yeah. But they all went wrong. I've never yeah. had a good hookup. So this one person said uh, okay. During, I, I honestly don't remember reading these, so I'm just going to read them like a cold reading. <laughs> During high school, my ex broke up with me after dating her for a year and a half. Later, I found out that she cheated on me with one of my friends I had from sixth grade. About a month passes by, and one of her friends that hung out with us messaged me about a Halloween party. 
and how she wants me to go with her. Of course, I go. And later on, we found my ex with her new date. My date, which is my ex's friend, pulls me aside and leads me out to her car. Right even before the car door opens, she pushes me against the door and begins to undo our clothes. What the? F- <laughs> After about an hour, we realized the party was shutting down. So we went back to her place for the night. <laughs> the reason that this is so bad is that this hookup led me, me and my date to get so much flack. What is flack? Like crap from people. Oh, so much flack because someone recorded us by her car and sent the video to oh a lot of people. God. Needless to say, it basically ruined my reputation and the rest of my senior year. Okay, so you... You fucked somebody outside of a party, like not her, even in his, her car. His ex's best friend. But his ex cheated on him with, with his, his friend. friend. So that's a little bit genius. I've done that. Like I mean, not in a bad way. Like I got cheated on and hooked up. I with would. The, yeah. I would say this. If you're that worried about your reputation, you wouldn't have done that in the first place. Like I'm sorry. Like if you were like if oh. you were worried about like if you're worried about the crap you're gonna get from people if it ever got out. Like I would say I usually go into things assuming that whatever I'm gonna do is gonna be possibly shown. Shown. get out. And so then it's like okay. If I if it does get found, am I gonna be embarrassed about it? Then don't do it. You know, like yeah. And it's also like okay, yeah. That was like I don't know. That just sounds crazy. Like you imagine it. I've never had someone record me. I've never made a sex tape, anything like that. So I can't relate. No, I mean like, and I did it one time, but it was like I deleted it. Like I always end up deleting it the next day. I'm like, really? What the fuck? And I just like delete it. But I was the one that recorded it because I didn't initially want to do it. But then I was like, okay, but if I'm the one that records it, then I can delete it. You know, I'm not worried about a stranger having it. Having it yeah. You know? And so yeah, I would always end up being like the next day. I'm like, I was just drunk or something, and I'm like, okay, this is gross, and I just like delete it. You know, like, but I never had anybody like stranger because I yeah, I've like. I've like fucked in a car like twice, I think. And like one time it was like middle of the night in a parking lot in a park. So like nobody was there. Yeah. And then the other time was like during the day or whatever. And it was near a park or whatever. And nobody saw, thank God. I don't know why we did it. But like, you know, I would have been mortified. Like I would not be, I guess reputation, whatever. But I'd be more mortified for like, if I ever want to get a job one day. And like someone's going to see my sex tape. Like, know? come on. We're not going to be Kim Kardashian and fucking no. blow up and be famous. No. No. But do you think that may... Did the person that recorded it, if even if you don't know who it is, maybe you might know who it is. Do you think that they might have staged it with her, maybe? Oh, like they told her to do it and yeah. then she was in on it? Do you think? I mean, that might be out of reach. Like, a little too... That could have happened. I mean, it sounds very weirdly spontaneous that she was like, let's just go to my car. Yeah, and like, then they just like had sex. Like, I mean, maybe. Maybe, but also, like, so you guys went to the party, but you didn't actually stay. You just, like, you were there and then, and then you saw your ex and then you guys just went and fucked. Like, what? <laughs> Like, and then they're like, oh, an hour later, the party's over. And I'm like, you didn't even go to the party. You just like, you just walked fucked. in, saw your ex, went back to the car and fucked and then left. Like, like, oh, like, what was the point of going to the party? I'd be like, like, if, if I got there with someone and they're immediately like that, I'd be like, girl, I haven't even had two glasses of punch yet. Excuse me. <laughs> some jungle juice. Calm give down. Me, give me some tequila. Then we'll go to the car. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh my God. Like, if you wanted to, if you wanted to fuck, let's just like, why did we even come here? Let's just go home. Like. Like that and car sex is horrible. Like, car sex is so bad. It's never so it's when you're a teenager, good. it's like oh, that or like TV out. shows are always like make it look hot. They it's make like, it, dude. they make shower sex look hot. They make car sex look hot, and it's like it's never comfortable. Like no. I don't know who's doing it, and is like this was the best thing in my life. No, like, like it's always awkward because like in the shower you're trying not to fucking slip. You don't know what to hold on to, like you know. And then like <laughs> the in the in your car, face. yeah, and in the car it's like cramped because like no matter how small you are, like unless you're both yeah. like oompa loompas and you're in a fucking Escalade. <laughs> Like, it's going to be kind of cramped. And it's like, not only that, but there's windows and you can't cover the windows. Yeah. So if you're in a public place, it's like, well, fuck. If somebody and then walks up and sees you're us. You're parked in a sketchy spot and you feel like a cop might come up and be like, why are you parked here? You well, know what I mean? Yeah. And not only that, but if you're right outside of a, 
party and like your car's just in the I've, fucking driveway like that. and you know there's a ton of people out there but i'm just saying you know there's a lot of people right there it could be expected like, like expect yeah, to get caught expect the worst like expect that somebody's probably gonna see you yeah, or, they're, they're, or they're gonna see your car shaking or yeah. something you know like <laughs> like <laughs> like you know either it, it, like if you're that worried about that kind of thing if that's the kind of thing where you're like oh crap the consequences like I don't know. Maybe do a little bit more forward thinking, I guess. <laughs> this one is really good. Oh, God. I just, uh, because I, I'm going to admit, ooh, I'm going to admit right now that when I was young, young and having sex, like with my first boyfriend, I would do this. And he at one point was like, please stop. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so this guy girl yeah this guy I'm assuming Mm -hmm. says hooking up with this girl one time in high school and she was being so extra with hormones etc and I had to make up an excuse to say my mom is coming home because she killed my mood and she tried to fight me for stopping early (laughs) and quote quote lying LMAO she tried to fight you like physically or just she was like angry no yeah she yeah oh my god okay well first of all (laughs) If she's trying to physically fight you because you're her moans are too much. But even if it wasn't even the moan thing, even if it was just like you lost she's whatever, from New York. like if stop <laughs> she's from New York, Leo from New York, Leo from New no, York. No, but like, no, but like if if somebody's trying to physically fight you because you, you stop talking, mm, that's like in a way kind dangerous. of rapey. And yeah, a way no, that's that kind is. of rapey because you're basically saying like, oh, you stopped. You already consented. We're gonna keep going. And it's, it's like, like no. What? Not yeah. only that, but like, oh my god, the moaning thing. I mean, I've been there, like being over the top or whatever. But like, Jesus Christ. but like, honestly, you don't have to be extra if it doesn't feel amazing in the no, moment. Yeah. Don't also just don't lie with sex. Like, don't lie in this. And I don't, I don't mean lying about your mom coming home. I mean, lying about how good it is. Like, don't like facts, facts, facts. Like, you don't want to make people feel like they're good. Yeah. And they're not. That's my thing. I, and I didn't think about it until I got a little bit older when I was like hooking up and stuff. I was like. I just realized every guy that I've ever lied to saying that was amazing is going to now leave my and house. Thinks, they have an thinking ego. Is, yeah. Thinking he's amazing. And the next girl he fucks is going to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I started being honest. Like I didn't I didn't say like that was horrible or anything. I just would be honest. They were like, oh, did you, you know, come or whatever? And I'd be yes, like, no. That question. Wait, 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 wait. The guys after sex that look at you in the face and go, did you come? Like, did you finish? What are you supposed like, to say? No. Know. I would be like, you would know if I did. You know, like, oh, that's a like, good answer. In the sense of, that's like, a good answer. I would just be like, do you think I did? Like, <laughs> well, and, and I mean, I'm not trying to, that sounds really like shady, but like, but like in the sense of like, I would just straight up, what I did in real life was I would just tell them, no, I didn't, but it's okay. Because yeah, like, I, because like, I was very, I'm, I'm somebody that was incredibly hard to get off. Like, my current boyfriend is the only one who's ever gotten me off. And Ooh. so, like, aside from myself, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I just, beca- I, like, in the beginning, I would lie to guys and be like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, whatever. And then it was like, um, then after like a while, I started to just be honest with them and be like, I didn't, but Especially it's okay. If it's because a hook it's, up. Yeah. I would be like, I didn't. It's okay though, because I'm very hard to get off. So I would just like say that basically. Yeah. So they weren't like, so that way it wasn't like, oh, this is horrible. It was more like, like okay, oh, it's, no. it's a me thing. Yeah. I would be like, it's a me thing. So it didn't crush their ego. confidence, yeah. but it also didn't build their ego. Yeah. You know? Um, there's a okay damn it damn it damn it i know who this person's <laughs> talking about because it's one of my friends and they were not oh, anonymous no. i will leave them anonymous though yeah he tells me the first time i had sex i well do guys just do this i i if this ever happens to me i'll cry the first time i had sex i spat on her back and told her she had to leave we're fuck we're fucking not I'm fucking. I don't know what that means. He said, ruined sex drive for me for almost two years. We are fucking, not I'm fucking. 
I don't know what he meant by that, but he said like she came over basically and was like, I can help you out. Like he just had leg day or something at the gym. She's like, well, I can do all the work or whatever. And he's like, she literally didn't do anything. She mm-hmm. ruined my sex drive. She was disgusting. <laughs> and I was like, great. That's awesome. But so you mean like, do you guys do this where they like, they lie like, that they, they came. spit on your back? And First lie. of all, that's a, I, I, when Hans told me he did that, I thought he was the only guy that did that. I would say this. Um, if you know anything about like what it looks like when a dude like comes like you know that you know that's not not it and i mean even if it's like she was aware of it afterwards like i don't don't know what to say but like you know if (sighs) i've never had a guy do that to me i think like i don't think i've ever experienced that let's pray i don't i would say i know i'm pretty sure i know yeah Yeah. i was gonna say i'm pretty sure i would have known if they did like there's a pretty big difference between like spit and cum like not to be gross, but you know. There's one that I forgot to screenshot, but this guy basically said, and I have a good idea of who it was because one of my guy friends is just <laughs> You're like, like these are all anonymous, but I know who this I, I know. He said that he had sex with this girl on a marble countertop in the kitchen. And that sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. And it sounds cold. And he he quote quote said, I fucked her so hard that she got a like a split disc or something in her back. Jesus Christ. And in my head I'm thinking do guys not understand that girls don't like jackhammers? No. They jackhammers don't, they don't like are that. the worst. They don't like that. And then also just be like, okay, I'm down for like rough stuff, but not to the point where I'm like, ow. Like, like if you're sitting there just thrusting 24-7, that's not pleasurable. Well, that and you're on a marble countertop, top. dude. It's like, not like you're you on a waterbed and it's like there's give. Like if you're hitting her hard, but you're on a soft surface, then it'll get kind of absorbed into the bed. Yeah. Versus like if you're Jesus, on a hardwood fucking girl. table or countertop or something, all of that, all of the all of the pressure and all of the, the like, you know, power and stuff like that is just going into her, not into the like. Oh, and she's probably girl. repeatedly hitting the hard countertop. So it's like imagine like. You're, I don't know. Imagine you're, dude, you're laying on your back. You're laying on the hardwood floor, imagine, and she's like, on, she's riding you, and she's bouncing up and down. Like your, your back spine. is gonna be hitting the hardwood floor, and that would hurt. That would take away from like the sex for me. Like yeah. I would be like, ow, 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 yeah, ow, Jesus, frick, you know? Yeah, but that's why also the whole like, oh, let's have sex in the kitchen thing. I'm like, okay, do we have a bed in the kitchen? <laughs> i know it's supposed to be kinky or whatever but like it's uncomfortable so if you're doing it out of choice and not out of spontaneous like and like at a restaurant or something i would say this if you guys are doing like foreplay in the kitchen like you're up against each other and everything like that that's fine yeah but like full-blown sex Sex. i'd be like our bedroom's right there (laughs) like we can make out do all that stuff in the kitchen but then let's just go to the bedroom because it'll be more comfortable for both of us i don't need no dislocated back you know what i mean no uh this one guy better (laughs) oh my god me and this girl first of all his grammar i'm just gonna read it exactly how he fucking you are question like apostrophe no. re worse he goes me and this girl was talking for a couple years oh, and lately we've been getting more serious and we started doing some stuff but a couple of days after that she tells me she's going on a date with another guy which confused me what because it was going it led me to believe that we were both in love but it turned out she was faking it so she could have sex with me upside down emoji bro she did wait a minute you only recently started getting physical and you've been talking for years and then he goes that is then, a long fucking haul jesus and then she said she wanted to stay friends so this woman is either evil <sighs> or just doesn't like why would she want to have sex with you Maybe it's like she they were talking for a long time and she wasn't to him. Was the sex maybe just not good or something? <gasps> oh, and then no. she was like, oh, no. which like, and I, I don't know, I'm assuming things, but like I would say, I don't know why anyone would talk seriously to someone for years. For years. Like plural, years. Unless you're, you were friends on, you didn't know it. Well, no, yeah. Or if you were just like, 
whatever flirty friends like yeah. that's one thing versus years? like talk talking being like years. oh hey babe that's you a know. boyfriend no yeah that's a bo- first yeah that's a boyfriend that's first a of all boyfriend. years to get to the point of doing something having physical, sex that's a little that's, that's like that's friendship. like a nicholas sparks movie where it's like <laughs> they actually wait years to do something like because they just love you or whatever it's like okay but also like if she just i would say it's hard that's one of those things where i'm like okay whenever i started developing feelings for somebody I would like, I would not have let it gone like years. No. I would have told them like right within then. a couple of months, like within a first couple of months, I, like I would have felt it out a little bit, see if they kind of acted the same. And then I would have been like, so wh- what are we kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like you like years of that. I would feel so like I wasted my time. Like if we spent years and I thought they were on the same page as me and then we started getting physical and then they just immediately moved on. That's crazy. I would be like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. Like, did There's you literally something- only see me as a friend? And I've been reading this wrong for years. Yeah. Like that. Or either there's something deeper there that you didn't pick up. Yeah. Like you did you you missed something and which is like when you're really into somebody, it can you can kind of get a little delusional. You can be blind. Yeah, you can get a little delusional where like you're not you're you're starting to mix your reality in your head of like yes. what you think's going yeah. on with real yeah. reality. And I've been there, but like honestly, the only thing I could say is like <laughs> I would say I wouldn't say she's evil only because unless she knew straight up he was like in love with her mm-hmm. and that she was just like feeding into it and i guess he, she said what like she he thinks she just did it for, for yeah the just for sex he thinks that or she said that he thinks that okay well i don't think girls are like that and i mean there could be definitely girls like that but i would say like if she only talked to you for sex but for years like for, that's weird it would have happened sooner yeah i was gonna say because like i don't know how old you are but like in college age people and stuff like that mm-hmm. like hookups are so easy to come yes. by you so it's like you wouldn't years. have to work for years to get, you know, yeah, in bed with someone. Yeah, weird there. Yeah, I'd say, I don't know if it was like, I mean, stuff can happen where it's like you think you really like someone and someone else. And it happens. And you're like, and you're oh, like, I'm yeah. actually with this other person. And it's yeah. like, I get that. But I don't know. That's just rough, Wait, essentially. The real question is, how was the sex that may determine True. <laughs> if it outcome. was like really rough, or if it was like, and by rough, I mean like, like not bad. good. Yeah. Then like that could have been kind of a defining thing but i'm one of those people too though if i really like someone it like really and it's not the best sex ever that's okay yeah, like it takes time like yeah different times. and you can also like if you get to know each other better physically you can yes. get better at it you that's, know that's the whole point yeah you can't so, hook up once no and so it's like i don't let that dictate my entire relationship with somebody so i would say she may have just only seen you as a friend and been flirty just because mm-hmm. she's your friend and then you guys ended up doing something physical and just she just was into something else just realized yeah and didn't yeah and you just didn't read that but that sucks but and you know she should have been more open with you too oh yeah but then also you probably should have said something like i hate to say it but like people should admit their feelings yeah. i think like if you if you're reading it and you really think you guys are leading in the direction of boyfriend girlfriend just like you and it's been at it. least a couple like you don't even, it doesn't, months, you don't have to wait a couple weeks. of months me and my boyfriend started dating the second day we were like talking so like you don't have to wait that long but so many people are uncomfortable about it that like if you're like three months into it and you guys are like going on little dates and like talking every day and stuff like that i don't think there's anything wrong with asking you're like hey what is happening you know or just say what do you want out of this like do you only see me as a friend you know or like you know whatever or you could even hint at like you know i don't know if you don't call them cute names like babe or whatever like start doing that and then see how they react if they're like hey friend you know then you'd be like oh okay they're they're not feeling it and i think a lot of people at this age are starting to talk Mm -hmm. for a long period of time and they don't establish anything like they don't speak they don't speak of like what is this it just kind of happens so it's like is it i've gotten to a point where i mean my last boyfriend Mm -hmm. we were a thing for so long publicly when people are like oh are you dating we'd 
I'd be like, well, are you my boyfriend? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, we never really spoke of it. And yeah. he's like, well, it, I remember the moment that kind of solidified everything was we were being a thing for about four months and I, I drunk called another guy mm-hmm. and he took my phone the next day and was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I was like, what? Like, we're not a, a official. And he goes, we've been together for four months. And I'm like, we were hooking up for four months. Yeah. Like, you never told me you want me to be with just you. And he's like, well, it was obvious. I'm like, well, yeah. you never explained it to me. Yeah. And I've been there too, where like, I, I was like, we were just like friends with benefits kind of. Yeah. And like he was really into me and didn't say anything until like one day he was like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. this is how I feel. And I was like, oh shit. Well, you, you should know? have told me before. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I think it's so important to be on the same page as the other person too. Cause like that way, at least if you were the person who wasn't into the other person as much, you mm-hmm. can at least say you're like, I told you how I felt, you know? So like if yeah. they, from that point forward, if they're hurt at any point, you can it's say, like, well, I told you, I'm sorry. I told you like, you know, or Hey, we weren't dating. So like, if you found out I hooked up with somebody else, it's like, like you should have told me. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm sorry. You know, but yeah. like we weren't officially. And like, yeah, I don't get that. The whole like, oh, we have to talk for two years before we can like no, call each other boyfriend. That's non-existent. You're not signing your life away. Like, no, you're not getting like, married, dude. It's not like taking a loan out, like where you're like, oh, now I have to pay off this loan for 15 years because I dated somebody. Yeah, it's like, no. it's like no dating somebody. It's like you know, think about it. When you're in high school or middle school, think of how many people you dated, quote unquote, oh and it lasted like a month, like, and it didn't mean anything. Yeah. Like, it's dating can be the same thing for people where it's like, no matter how old you are, it could be like five months. It's like. And I don't think you should be ashamed of it if it's like, oh, well, I don't want to like start dating them and then it only lasts three months. Like then it'll look stupid. And I'm like, mm-hmm. sometimes that's just the way it is. Like, yeah. You get over the cupcake phase and realize you guys aren't actually that into each other or like. Yes. Whatever. Yes. You, are you not you compatible? Know? You think because yeah. you're so in lust when you first meet someone, yeah. you start getting stuck with them in a relationship. You're oh, like, yeah. well, we are not compatible. But it's weird, too, because like the whole commitment thing, I feel like, I don't know if it's, I I, I want to say sometimes I'm like, oh, it's our generation has a commitment thing. Uh, yeah. We have issues with it. But then I'm like, yeah, but then it's just like, if you think about other generations, I'm sure the same thing happened. Like, yeah. And it, they just didn't talk about it. Like it wasn't just yes. talked about, you know, or like they would date for a long time and maybe they would get married. Maybe they weren't happy. And it's like, <gasps> because they were yeah. too afraid to break the commitment. So then people end up coming into this idea that as soon as you commit to somebody, you can't like, like you can't be. Yeah. Yeah. And, my grandma was telling me that at age 21 our age right now she was married and she goes that's just how it was people dated in high school and got married right Mm -hmm. after and I'm like why and she goes that's just that's the social norm back then and so many people were unhappy back then being married but no one divorced because it was a a no-no well yeah because you would be looked down yeah and it's like damn and I think our generation is just aware that like oh we can divorce we don't have to commit so we're so wrapped up in that we don't want to be unhappy so we're not going to commit yeah yeah and it's like the commitment part isn't going to make like we were talking in the night I don't think committing is going to make you either happier or unhappier. Like if you guys are like, you just really mesh and you want to be together all the time. You don't want to be with anyone else. Yeah. Then the, the thing that commitment does is just saying to each other, we're not going to sleep with anyone else. You know, yeah. it's like, you're with me, I'm with you. And we have a, we have a title so we can refer to each other as like boyfriend, girlfriend or something like that, you know? And yeah. You made a really good point to me because I was telling you last night when mm-hmm. we were venting, I was like, I'm afraid of commitment. And you're like, well, Marilyn, if you really like them, you're just going to want to be committed because yeah. you're not going to want anyone else. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. So whenever you do like someone, you're you're not going to ha- question yourself. No. You're not going to question yourself at all. 
No, because you'll realize you're like, oh, I, I they're, the, be the, they're the only person I think about. Like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine being with anyone else right now, like, or in general. And like, I think that's the biggest sign of like, you're fine with committing to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it is good to be completely honest. If you're not ready to commit to somebody, then be honest about it. Like, be honest. don't, yeah, don't commit just because you don't want to be a jerk or because you don't want to hurt their feelings. Because at the end of the day, you're going to end up hurting their feelings more when they find out you only committed not to hurt their feelings, not because you like them. Or you, if know? you don't want to be lonely. Like, that's the worst kind of commitment. Oh, yeah. Like, because that, like, that committing to somebody because you just don't want to be lonely like it'll end badly slightly meaningless yeah slightly meaningless well think about it too like i I guess it's like it comes back to like i said earlier the whole like treat others the way you want to be treated like Mm -hmm. imagine if somebody did that to you if you were really into somebody and then they committed to you and then like five minutes and they're like you know i just don't think we're supposed to be together like i'm just not really into you Mm -hmm. you know and it's like they've felt that way for a while you know, yeah. and then I would feel like they lied to me, like in a my way, entire hardcore, hardcore. Yeah, because I'd be like, if you if you didn't feel that strongly about me, then why would you commit? Like, it's like they're lying to themselves too. Yeah, and it's like it's better to just be honest with somebody and be like, hey, I'm not ready right now, and this is where I'm at. Because then it's like it gives them also the freedom to either go find someone else mm-hmm. if they want, or you know they'll hang in there or whatever. But and it may work out between yeah. you two. You never know. But honesty is important. Yeah, but. I think we did a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I think you're one of the smartest people I know, and I was really excited to have you on. So thank Aww, you. I'm happy to be here. I've never done a podcast before. So Yay! It was fun. <laughs> okay. I know this was a bit lengthier. We're always, always over caffeinated, and together, <laughs> it's <laughs> we're the same person. We'll just talk and talk and talk. But I think we talked about some great things. Uh, her Instagram is linked below, as always. You guys know what to do. Benches. New house. Sorry, it took a little bit to upload something. Still unpacking. It's going to take a little bit. But I appreciate you guys for listening. I didn't realize you guys actually listened. (laughs) But I hope everyone has a good week. And hopefully something else will come out later this week. I don't know. I'll probably be alone that recording. I don't have any friends up here. So, yeah. If you want to be on, once again, let me know. doesn't matter if we're friends, if we haven't talked in five months, five years. If you want to get on the podcast and catch up, just text me and let me know. And you could come up here. I could come to you. It doesn't matter.